So if I may, I'd like to tell you about a course that my husband's put together. This is something that's a long time in the making. He has been teaching people how to do this and teaching people how to use their money so that their money works hard so that you don't have to. And you've heard previous episodes of Brett's giving you advice, financial advice, advice on investing. If you love that kind of thing, you definitely want to follow him on Instagram. Now, he doesn't post that kind of stuff to his feed. I know he doesn't take any of my advice when it comes to Instagram, but he's always offering that advice on his Instagram stories. And because of that, people have been begging him for probably the last five years to teach or create a course, a basic course for beginners, not for the person who's already investing, not for the person who already has a portfolio and understands you know, annuities and their retirement fund and how to figure out how to get started, all of those things. That's the course that he created. It's called Money Matters 101. It has been five years in the making, but it's a quick course. This is literally a 101 course for those of you who are afraid of the numbers. You're afraid of the financials, but it's time for you to take control of that. We've got to change that mindset. And you can, and it's important that you do because I don't want you to work as hard as you've been working. I want your money to work harder for you. And Brett wants to teach you how to do that. And he's my husband, so I can tell you, he doesn't mansplain things. He really does break it down and make it super simple because he's had 30 years of training working with someone who has ADHD, who is constantly saying like, hold on, hold on. Okay, back it up, slow it down, break that down for me, draw a little picture. And it's a really great course. So anyways, you can check it out. There is a link in our show notes for you to check out Brett's new course, Money Matters 101. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. Today, you have just Shaleen here and just Michael. We're the parents and we both have gone into business with our children. We both happen to have one child who kind of like we're business partners with and another one who works within the business. I sometimes get this question and I really don't know how to answer it because I haven't been doing it for that long. And it's questions about going into business with a family member. And I think it's different, whether it's a sibling or a sister a husband or wife, brother-in-law. I think it really depends on the relationship, but I'm super close to the situation. So I wanted to bring Michael on today to share a little bit of his mindset around going into business with a family member. Michael Hyatt is a New York Times, USA Today, Wall Street Journal best-selling author. He's created, I can't even tell you how many businesses that have helped people to live their life forward, to get organized, or we're really on the same path and same page, I should say, when it comes to like goal setting and prioritizing family and putting things into perspective so that the balance is right for you. I should also mention that Michael and his daughter, Megan, have just recently released a book called The Mind Your Mindset. And if you feel like your mindset, not even if you feel, if you suspect for even a split second that your mindset may not be serving you when it comes to your business, when it comes to launching your thing, when it comes to marketing, whatever, when it comes to growth in general, I highly recommend this book. Without further ado, though, let's talk about business and family with Michael Hyatt. You and your daughter work together very, very closely. I mean, you've co-authored, what, is this your second book to co-author? Our second book together. And we transitioned two years ago to where she's now the CEO of the company. Mm -hmm. 
you know, my son Brock and I work together and my daughter and I work together, but in like very, very different capacities. How do you navigate the, I don't know, as a parent, like I worry, does this kid think I'm giving this kid more of a leg up, the whole nepotism discussion, like even within the family, how do you navigate that in your own mind? Yeah, I think we get a lot of questions about working together Uh and we have a big family. So the way that we navigate through all this stuff, because two of my daughters work in the business, is that we just talk about it really Mm -hmm. openly. Mm -hmm. And the truth is that the other three had a chance to work in the business. They chose not to. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to force anybody to have to work in the business. But of course, I would love it if they all worked in the business. But yeah, it works great. My fear is, you know, you hear so many really horrible stories. Maybe that's just like, we like negative, but you hear so many horrible stories about families that have been ripped apart because of money, because of business. And I know how thoughtful you are about all of these things. What have you put in place so that like that just isn't even an option? I think for us, we've prioritized the relationship. The relationship comes first. And if either one of us thought that the business would damage that, we would jettison our role in the business because at the end of the day, we want to be in relationship with each Mm -hmm. other. But I will say this, and we tell business owners this all the time, that if you're in a good place in your relationship, the business won't threaten that and it might even make it better. But if you don't have a good relationship already and you try to get into business together, it's going to make it worse. Have you ever been in a position where you really, if this person wasn't your family member, a child, you would probably be handling a particular situation differently. But because it is family, you decide to, I don't know, either step back or or maybe the opposite of that. Maybe you, you're more direct. How is it different when problems arise? I feel like I'm harder on my kids than I am the other employees because hmm. I never want them to feel entitled. And we hold ourselves to the same standard we hold everybody else to. Listen, you need more followers. If you want more customers, you need more leads. In order to get more leads, one of the easiest, best ways to do that is with Instagram. There are billions of users. You just need to know how to attract the ones who want what you have. Brock and I have helped thousands of people just like you grow their account from like 150 people to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, even half a million followers. We want to help save you time and make you money by finding the customers who want what you have. When you join InstaClubHub, your monthly membership entitles you to two live interactive trainings per month. They're insane. In addition to that, you can log in at any time and watch hundreds of quick, tiny tutorials, each of which are designed to help you grow your Instagram, reach more customers, and do so as quickly as possible. I want to invite you to check it out. Just go to instaclubhub.com. You don't even have to remember that. While you're listening to the show, just scroll down right now over the show notes. You will see that there's a link there to Insta Club Hub. You can actually click on that while you're listening to the show and enter your email address to learn more. It's that simple. Do you have written agreements between, or is this just, it's open communication that's always been there? We do both. I worry sometimes that I might have blind spots. I don't know if they're blind spots or if like my kids are just the hardest working people I know on my team. I literally, and I've got a great team. So I think that says a lot, but I've never had 
anyone in my 30 years of working with, well, maybe one, teammates who literally work as hard and as fast as they do. And I sometimes wonder, am I just clouded by my own favoritism? You know what I mean? Do you ever wonder if that's going on, if you have blind spots? I do. And I I, I probably do have have blind (laughs) spots, but but I try to pay attention, you know, to the feedback and, and see what's happening. And of course it's difficult when you're a leader to get honest feedback Yeah, because people are thinking about their own futures and how they're going to be perceived and they don't want to be whiny or whatever. So, you know, one of the best ways to do that, one of the, the ways we do that internally at, at full focus is we do an annual employee survey where people can respond to it anonymously. And so we ask questions that would surface that, Mm-hmm. And at least in our company, and you know, unless I'm totally deceived, people love Megan. I mean, I honestly yeah. think she's one of the best leaders I've ever met in my life. Wow. She's well, why, why wouldn't she be you as her role model? <laughs> well, thank you. But but she's created a culture that's high challenge, but high support. And so she's very direct. And one of the things that I, I think she grew up with and I learned from mentors is keep short accounts. If you're irritated by something, and this happens in a lot of companies where they collect mistakes and wrongs that their subordinates do, Mm -hmm. and then they dump all that in an annual review, Mm -hmm. which is so far removed from the incident that it's not helpful. And so what we've said is, we want the annual review to be something people look forward to, where we celebrate their strengths and the way that they showed up for the company. Mm. And if we've got a criticism or we've got something that needs to be corrected, we're going to do that in real time. Oh, I so love that. So that we that. don't let it build and grow and become this thing. Well, thank you so much for giving us your thoughts on what it's like to work with family. If you could, what's one piece of advice you would give anyone who's considering starting a business with maybe not their own kid, but a sister or a brother-in-law, family member? Yeah, I would say be very sober-minded about considering everything that could go wrong and what you'll do if it does. So for example, if Megan and I get into a dispute, you know, we just have a difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. You know, in our case, I'm the majority partner. Megan's now a partner with me. She has equity in our company, but she doesn't have equity at the level I have it. So if there ever has to be a vote, you know, I'm the tiebreaker. That's never happened. Mm -hmm. I doubt that it ever will. But we're clear on that, that if there's a dispute, I carry the majority of the vote. So I think it's those are hard conversations in a way, but those are conversations that need to be had. I went into business, Shalene, in the 90s with a really dear friend of mine, and somebody advised us. They said, you know, it's very tempting in a partnership to go in 50-50, but that will not serve you well if things go south because you're going to be at an impasse and the entire business is going to be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So- One of you, flip forward if you have to, but one of you needs to have 51%, the other one 49%. So I took the 49%. My partner took the 51%. We were in business for five years together. And by the way, that business did not end well. It almost essentially went bankrupt. But we never invoked that to the very end. In fact, we're very dear friends to this day. But having the clarity around our roles and around what would happen if things went south just gave a lot of sense of psychological certainty and clarity. And so we had a path forward if that would ever happen. That's so powerful. Michael, I'm really excited about your new book. And I know our listeners will want to pick it up too. co-authored. 
with your daughter, everything about Thank mindset. You. And where can people pick up a copy of that? Well, the best place to get it is at mindyourmindsetbook.com forward slash Shalene. Now, the reason you want the forward slash Shalene, mindyourmindsetbook.com forward slash Shalene, is because when you buy the book and come back to that site, you'll get over $500 worth of bonuses, including the audiobook, including a course that Megan and I built around the book, and including something we call the self-coacher desktop tool, which is basically the whole framework of the book, but so that you can coach yourself and work through these thinking problems that are inhibiting your results. That's amazing. That's awesome. I love it. Well, so why wouldn't you go to that link? Duh. It'll be in our show notes, everybody. So please be sure to look just below your podcast description. You'll see it there and you can just click on it while you're actually still listening to any podcast. You can click on that link and go grab those extra goodies. Michael, thank you so much for being here on Build Your Tribe. Thank you, Shalene. Good to be with you. Thanks so much for joining me today on Build Your Tribe. As Michael said, you can pick up a copy of his book plus $500 in bonuses and the audiobook. I love that. Tons of stuff when you go to the link that we have placed for you below in our show notes. And as always, thank you for being here. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. And we're done.